0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is December 19th and we will be reading paragraphs 2763 through 2770. And uh, yesterday we started section 2, the Lord's Prayer. And uh, so we'll uh, continue with that. We'll talk about uh, how it's at the center of the scriptures. uh, The the Lord's Prayer, a section on that, the prayer of the Church, and we'll uh, conclude with that for today. And we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All the scriptures, the law, the prophets, and the Psalms are fulfilled in Christ. The gospel is this good news. Its first proclamation is summarized by St. Matthew in the Sermon on the Mount, the prayer to our Father is at the center of this proclamation. It is in this context that each petition bequeathed to us by the Lord is illuminated. The Lord's Prayer is the most perfect of prayers. In it we ask not only for all the things we can rightly desire, but also in the sequence that they should be desired. This prayer not only teaches us to ask for things, but also in what order we should desire them. The Sermon on the Mount is teaching for life. The Our Father is a prayer. But in both, the one and the other, the Spirit of the Lord gives new form to our desires, those inner movements that animate our lives. Jesus teaches us this new life by His words. He teaches us to ask for it by our prayer. The rightness of our life in Him will depend on the rightness of our prayer. Roman numeral two, The Lord's Prayer The traditional expression, The Lord's Prayer, Oratio Dominica, means that the prayer to our Father is taught and given to us by the Lord Jesus. The prayer that comes to us from Jesus is truly unique. It is of the Lord. On the one hand, in the words of this prayer, the only Son gives us the words the Father gave Him. He is the master of our prayer. On the other, as Word incarnate, He knows in His human heart the needs of his human brothers and sisters, and reveals them to us. He is the model of our prayer. But Jesus does not give us a formula to repeat mechanically. As in every vocal prayer, it is through the word of God that the Holy Spirit teaches the children of God to pray to their father. Jesus not only gives us the words of our filial prayer, at the same time, he gives us the spirit by whom These words become in us spirit and life. Even more, the proof and possibility of our filial prayer is that the Father sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Since our prayer sets forth our desires before God, it is again the Father, he who searches the hearts of men, who knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of, the, of God. The prayer to our Father is inserted into the mysterious mission of the Son and of the Spirit. Roman numeral three, the prayer of the Church. This indivisible gift of the Lord's words and of the Holy Spirit who gives life to them in the hearts of believers has been received and lived by the Church from the beginning. The first communities prayed the Lord's Prayer three times a day, in place of the eighteen benedictions customary in Jewish piety. According to the apostolic tradition, the Lord's Prayer is essentially rooted in liturgical prayer. The Lord teaches us to make prayer in common for all our brethren. For he did not say, My Father, who art in heaven, but our Father, offering petitions for the common body. In all the liturgical traditions, the Lord's Prayer is an integral part of the major hours of the divine office. In the three sacraments of Christian initiation, its ecclesial character is especially in evidence. In baptism and confirmation, the handing on, traditio, of the Lord's Prayer signifies new birth into the divine life. Since Christian prayer is our speaking to God with the very word of God, those who are born anew through the living and abiding word of God learn to invoke their Father by the one word He always hears. They can henceforth do so, for the seal of the Holy Spirit's anointing is indelibly placed on their hearts, ears, lips, indeed their whole filial being. This is why most of the patristic commentaries on the Our Father are addressed to catechumens and neophytes. When the Church prays the Lord's Prayer, it is always the people made up of the newborn who pray and obtain mercy in the eucharistic liturgy the lord's prayer appears as the prayer of the whole church and there reveals its full meaning and efficacy placed between the anaphora the eucharistic prayer and the communion the lord's prayer sums up on the one on the one hand all the petitions and intercessions expressed in the movement of the epiclesis and, on the other, knocks at the door of the banquet of the kingdom which sacramental communion anticipates. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.